Tomorrow on UPN, World War III is over. Women rule the planet. They tried to commit gendercide. Now to survive, the men must. It's the ultimate battle of the sexes. I have got a white male. And the men are going to fight right down to the last man on planet Earth. Tomorrow on UPN's Thursday night at the movies. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening uh, to Television Movie Nights, your home resource for made for TV movies. Mark. Has Marsh Madness gripped you? Uh, I am gripped in the throes of late stage uh, or <laughs> March Madness. It's doctor yeah, you, diagnosed me. He said it's there's nothing to be done. Terminal. It's terminal. You just have um, to have to. I said he's. I said how long do I got? And he said ten. And I said ten what? And then he said nine, oh. eight. <laughs> This is worse when then you had when you had boogie woogie fever. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was a bad one. Then you had puppy love. That was terrible too. Yeah, the terrible twos. The I terrible, had that twice. Yeah, that's because <laughs> that's how it hits. That's I why hope it's called that. Yeah, I hope we never grow up to be two hundred and twenty-two. We'll never get rid of you then. <laughs> uh, it's you've been watching the basketball. Oh Gon- yes, Gonzaga, yes, of course. Um, Duke. All your favorites um, are here. Bill Duke. But, the... Oh God. <laughs> All your favorite. The Duke, the dog from the 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 Bush's Beans. Beautiful commercial. bean footage. Yeah, that's yeah, who. Rolls, that's who I've got in my bracket challenge. Goddamn beautiful. Yeah, that's what they do. They um, and during the replay, they announced they're rolling that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> I've got. I've got Duke and then a, a wild card with uh, G- G- Gonzo. Oh, from the Muppet Show. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gonzaga. He's it's an alien, according Gonzo to the movie. Go. Mark, did you see the Batman? I did see the Batman. It was three hours long. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, kind of lame. Kind of lame. Oh, oh my God! It's it's the L.A. Confidential of Batman. Mark? I, don't even, I don't even know what that means. That's what they that's what they said. They said it's the LA confidential of Batman. I guess. I had a friend who who said that they uh who told me uh that they got an invite from another friend to go see it, despite the fact that they had already saw it, but they had to see it at the AMC Dolby Theater because oh. the colors when you're here, and when you're here your you're family here, you're Dolby. <laughs> Uh, and he said no because he wanted to see it at 10 p.m. And he said, I have a child. I'm not seeing a movie that's three I hours long. Child, sir. I, as a father, I was mortified. <laughs> uh, did you see it? I did not see it. I don't appreciate vigilanteism, even on the <laughs> on this side of the law, right? On the right yeah. side of the law. Well, that's the thing without giving away too many spoilers, but there's a lot of stuff where you're like, yeah, I, I know we're I know that's a thing that's happening right now in the world. I don't I don't need to be reminded of it in my Batman. Thank you. 
but did the riddle did the riddler riddle did he say when is a clock not a clock <laughs> <laughs> when it's a jar yeah <laughs> it's like no wait wait a minute yeah wait, that's right yeah that's right. yeah that's right <laughs> pass give me another uh yeah the riddle riddle the riddler riddles and um it's got more like detective batman stuff which i like that's my favorite kind of batman is does detective he, batman does he turn on detective vision like in the video games and it's just you staring at the ground looking at footprints the entire time <laughs> like basically i imagine if if you're like a cop or a bad guy watching him do that in the video game you're like oh my god he's 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 like unactivated he just his head <laughs> just down just well no i imagine circles i imagine you hear the um Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> He's like, oh man, the penguin killed the guy. Oh, oh man, that sucks. Oh, I'm never gonna figure this crime out. Um, but there's also like there's <laughs> there's this thing that happens. It happened twice in the Bond movie, and it happens once in this one where he gets laid. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what are we watching this week? <laughs> this week on Television Movie Night, we've been watching uh in the in the month of March, we've madness. been watching films uh about pure madness, World War Three, documentaries, and, and all whatever you speculative got speculative fictions, uh like old mad magazines that uh, those those like curated ones are about it's like it's mad's take on television. Yeah, but instead, instead, it's Mad's take on World War Three. World War Three. The uh, the Mad fold in is uh, it's very graphic. <laughs> it's a lot of bodies. We watched uh, by Dawn's Early Light. Yes, and this week we watched something much more gripping, much more hard hitting, much more realistic. Taken from the headlines, ripped as it were. We watched oh, the last not the only thing that's ripped in this okay, movie. Okay, all right. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> For her pleasure. Uh, we watched The Last Man on Planet Earth, and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call Well. What do you know? Mark, The Last Man on Planet Earth premiered on upn our first upn movie is there on, still a upn there isn't right no upn and the wb merged that's right the, the cw yes. and in two years time when we listen back to this there might not even be a cw anymore because uh, what it like it sounds like warners and uh no cbs cbs viacom is looking to perhaps exit that space where am I going to watch the 4400 or Batwoman or Riverdale? HBO Max? I don't know, man. You fucking tell me. <laughs> I, I again, those Archie funny books are still getting made, all right? You can read yeah. Riverdale anytime you fucking want. <laughs> anytime I'm at a grocery store. You read the tale of the big hamburger that got eaten. And imagine that Archie is sexy in it. Oh, now I'm in the, in the world, exactly in the world of the comic books, we're supposed. Archie is sexy. Like is people, sexy. Are like the girls are always fighting. They want to. They want to fuck that guy, despite the fact that he's just some goober with red hair and freckles. All right. Yeah. So you tell me. 
but but we're also supposed to believe if if Riverdale let us say anything is that Archie also had sex with Miss Grundy. Yes, he did. Yes, <laughs> over the summer. Which I don't know if squares with the comic universe, but uh, I mean, Miss Grundy was not what not conventionally attractive in the comic books. But neither is Archie. But again, right. Betty, Veronica, the whole squad. But wants you put to get it into a, you put it into a CW mystery machine that just grinds out TV shows, and it's like everybody is hot and gets murdered. Because <laughs> I think Miss Grundy gets murdered in that show. Uh, Archie's hunting the Zodiac. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Miss Grundy. Miss Grundy gets run out of town, and then I think gets killed in a later season by the Zodiac Killer. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, how that comes around. Archie goes, to, get, Archie goes to prison, and Archie goes to prison and fights a bear. <laughs> Not the kind you're thinking of—an actual bear. But uh, maybe in this current season, he fights the other type of bear. We, we don't know. I, I can't say I think, I'm that up to date on it. I think Jughead dies. I think like Sabrina like does like a carry. She like oh Sabrina's supposed to come in yeah. Anyway, uh, no UPN does not exist anymore. But this movie premiered on UPN on February eighteenth, nineteen ninety nine. What were you doing on, in February nineteen ninety nine, Mark? I was uh, reading up on how to repair uh, diesel engines for when the Y2K came. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was uh, doing some sick judo moves so that I'd be able to fight the road warriors during Y2K. Yeah, nothing but throws, no kicks. Yeah, just hua, And then um, I was uh, uh, silently hoping that um, Y2K would be real and I'd be able to like actually meet have a tom, purpose yeah tom servo and croti robot you're like that's what's gonna happen there gonna that be- was that was what the experiment dr forrester he wanted to test movies while also escaping the y2k virus it's so smart it makes sense but he but i'm gonna use those those parts to make my own robot friends robot friends <laughs> Camba. i will have to ask how am i going to eat and breathe and other science facts <laughs> I can't just relax, though. I'm fighting for my fucking life. My own life. But then I got to watch. I got to watch Time Chasers. (laughs) That's a great one. This movie was starring Julie Bowen, Mark. From Modern Family. From Modern Family. And I didn't realize this from Happy Gilmore. She is in Happy Gilmore. She's the she's the 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 sexy paramour. Yeah. That has V. Because that's all the things with Adam Sandler films is the uh, the female lead always has uh, the initials VV. Really? She is I for, Victoria something in this. And then Veronica Vaughn is from Billy Madison. Oh. And then she shows up again in that that uh, really crappy Halloween one. That, Julie uh, Bowen is in Hubby Halloween. Yes. As the not not as the same character, but I believe as a, as a similar type character. Oh, all right. Also starring Paul Francis. You know, you know, from Tears of the Sun, Mark. Oh, that was a real movie. Uh, and then also starring Tamlin Tomita. Actually, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Empire of the Sun. I can't verify the Tears of the Sun <laughs> Tears is a movie. Of the sun. <laughs> I, can't, I actually can't say if that's a movie or not. Uh, Tamlin Tamita from uh, Karate Kid Part 2. Two. Correct. 
I have not seen her in Cobra Kai yet, but they love just they're like anybody who had a line, anyone had a line in any of these movies is showing up. I was watching um, I was at work and somebody else put on Cobra Kai. And I was like, this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a wild show. It's bad as well. But uh... yeah, it was terrible. But I was like, this is this show is out of its mind. There is a kung fu riot at a high school. And a kid gets kicked off of a banister until he dies. Oh, he doesn't die. He just oh, breaks is he his, only paralyzed. He peril, he's paralyzed, but That's then right. his dirtbag karate coach manages to teach him how to walk again. <laughs> yeah, by bribing him with pornography. These are actual pro- plot points in Karate uh, Cobra Kai. By the Wait, way, he bribed. <laughs> he says, "If you want to see this booby, you're gonna have to take a stamp." He attempts to try and get him to walk by showing him like a Playboy. And he's like, come and get it. <laughs> I think that's a crime, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's the th- that's the running joke in Cobra Kai is like in the world of Cobra Kai. It is the valley specifically yeah. like Encino is a lawless, a lawless uh, area that has nothing but karate gangs just <laughs> roaming around. around. And the police are just absolutely can't do anything about it. Neither can the schools. Can't touch they're them. like they're ineffectual. uh you know, things of leadership, but well, are, are they like the triad or the Yakuza? <laughs> they're like, they're no, they're, they're, they run the town. No, it isn't even anything like that. It's just that like, like Cobra Kai and, and the other, you know, uh, dojos will like completely Yagi. beat the shit out of each other at like a skating rink. <laughs> and then you'll just see on the news that they're just like, Oh, there was more karate crime. Yeah, I I think that was one of the things that I saw was a news reporter and the graphic was like a kid doing a high kick. And I was like, this is this is amazing that KTLA five is like, yeah, we're going to need the karate graphic up. It's a bizarre show, but it does make me laugh because they really try and hammer in a bunch of like uh, valley based Los Angeles references, despite the fact that I think the first season or at least the pilot or the YouTube season was shot in Encino, but I think mm-hmm. the rest of it is shot in Georgia or Canada, Georgia. I would imagine. And uh, so you don't get, uh, cause in the first episode, like um, what's his name goes on a bender and he walks past the Chili's mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know that Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Encino Chili's. I go there <laughs> after softball. Uh, watch Cobra Kai. It's, it's insane. Just like All right. Amazon Prime's Reacher. Reacher. <laughs> Another show Andrew recommends. This was, re- I like trash. Uh, this is written by Kenneth Biller, who apparently created the show Genius. Never heard of it. Which I think was on, it was like a. Was that like Limitless? A&E. It was like a biography Yes, series. yes, yes, yes. But they were doing like recreations of like, uh, you know, Einstein and Rembrandt. Picasso. Picasso, yeah. That'll never work. <laughs> also, uh, apparently created Perception, which is another show that I'm not familiar with. But he also was a co-creator on a show I am familiar with, Legend of the Seeker. Legend of the Seeker. This was a mid-2000s attempt at grabbing another bite at the apple of like the Xena Hercules type show that it was syndicated, Mm -hmm. but was like a, you know, we're in the forest, King Arthur, Merlin, look at the magic uh, that I believe was distributed by Disney ABC. 
but was that post Jack of all trades? Very much so. This is like 2008, 2009, and was one of the last attempts of a scripted syndicated show that shows up on Saturdays, like a Xena, like a Hercules watch, like a Hercules. The legend continues, of course. So good on him. A show that is on in the background of a waiting room because you stubbed your toe in the in, in the a garage. urgent care. Yeah. Directed by Les Landau. Uh, who directed episodes of Sequest 2032. Oh, not even the good one. And Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't oh, know that's... if he I don't know if he did a data one. I he, he had to have done a if he, you're he, if, he playing his if you uh, didn't do a data or a holodeck. Did you even do a yeah. if you a didn't do a, sh- do a do didn't it. do a Sherlock, if you didn't data playing a Sherlock games, you didn't yeah. you didn't really do anything. <laughs> Mark, before we continue, what did you think this movie was going to be about? The trailer looked incredibly bizarre. Uh, uh basically they're like women in charge, a world gone mad. Man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so it's about a guy. That's about men for whatever reason are outlawed in a dystopian future. And there's one last dude who probably woke up from a cryo sleep or something, you know, and he's on a madcap adventure to learn about humanity or to teach the future about humanity. That would be my thought. It's the end of the Tim Burton planet of the apes and he crash lands and he's just, yeah. And Abraham Lincoln's a a woman. (laughs) <laughs> he's like you want no! to damn you uh, <laughs> and no one seems to mind him either they're just like oh well they, no you can join us he's like fine, man. get your hands off me get your damn manicured hands off of me no instead we got something more crazy and weird and sexy but also off-putting very upsetting and and oh my god there's like every single scene i was like no come no you want to do that would you please don't no no. movie why i want to talk to your supervisor We we were having such a good time and now you've gone and made it weird um I yes, I top of the show, top top of the top of the thing thoughts. Top of the pops, yeah. Yeah, uh top of the charts. Um I coming in at think- number one. Here we go. Mark's thoughts. It's got a great beat and you can dance to it. I read a think piece not too long ago about how um commenting on how movies, American movies in the past 20 years have become increasingly sexless. And yes. that the reason I don't know if you read this or if you saw this, but it, it attributes the reasoning to Marvel movies and uh, Christopher Nolan movies and that like Christopher Nolan movies. If there's a woman, she's going to die really quick and be pined for by the dude. So and the dude won't be, have, be interested in anybody else sexually. They also mentioned that he made a movie where people go into dreams and nobody is like having any sort of sexual thought in their own dreams. Well, they're too busy thinking about a van crashing. Yeah. Um, Or, yes, the Marvel movies where the closest you get is like uh, Black Widow touches Hulk's hand. No. That's like super sexy. Kingo got he got 
banged, right? In Eternals. <laughs> got his. No, I, mean, I don't think it was Kingo. I think it was the other one. It was no, that's what Kingo says. Kingo says, look, baby, I got mine. <laughs> you gotta take care of yourself. He's like, <laughs> hey, Kingo only looks out for one guy. Kingo. Kingo. They're like, Kingo so- is not a good lover. Sorry, 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 direct. Kingo. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> you knew what this was, baby. Anyways. Well, it's also because with the Marvel movies, like they don't want to necessarily offend sensibilities because of the international market. Yes, so the international market by is what they're removing. It's one thing for people for beat em ups to, to beat them up, but we can't see a booby. We can't see a booby. No one can make a smooch. Uh, no one can acknowledge that sex exists. Right. It was their big point. And it, anyways. Uh, this movie presupposes what if that wasn't the case (laughs) andrew i think the real reason where we have had sexless movies for the past 20 years is because in 1999 they made the (laughs) horniest movie you could imagine and put it on television network television of all places like color of night for christ's sake i was like this is filthy they just yeah imagine imagine you're flipping through the channels on i guess maybe they were trying to turn someone's crank around valentine's day and they're like <laughs> hey check this shit out i myself will not be turning my crank to upn <laughs> do i need more upn do i need more homeboys in outer space <laughs> the secret diary of desmond the pfeiffer seven days saturday afternoons <laughs> well let's find out how sexy we get as we dive in act one mark we open up we open up on a political commercial uh of a female fbi director who is discussing the fact that she's you know she's like as a as a cop i take care of the citizens and now i'm running for governor yeah vote for me but because it's nothing but women in the ad and she has a wife and two children, two well, girls. They make a huge point because she's like, I'm here with my wife and my daughters. And it's said like it's the most ominous thing yes, you could imagine. We're supposed like, to read my, this as like, dystopian. My God. We know we're, we're through the looking glass now, folks. <laughs> she has a wife and two and daughters. daughters. <laughs> Tell me how that works. <laughs> it's like yeah it's like a it's like a, they're trying to make it like a verhoven like uh, this you, it's like oh my god this could have been in robocop yeah this, <laughs> this, this is the world has gone off its track off its tracks but we got this is the open that's supposed to set the tone for the movie and i guess like in 1999 you're like okay i get it I, like i guess i guess but also it's not we're not that far off from it's also not ominous in reality. No, or... it's not. It's like, oh, my God, a lesbian couple that has two children. <gasps> yeah, we need to shut this movie down. It's like I'm, I'm... <laughs> this is too controversial. Well, we go through the opening credits only to find a uh, um, a uh, an even sexier, steamier scene. As oh my see, god this i i was i had to check and make sure that we weren't watching like the i had to lock my the, door <laughs> andrew's just closing curtains i'm like no no one can know no one your your girlfriend's like andrew the, there's a chair blocking the door come back I'm like, later uh, i'm like uh, oh is there oh hold on a second oh go get it come on just, so just i'm trying to flush my laptop 
Julie Bowen. Julie, takes, uh, she's looking at a hunky guy. A hunky dude. Mark Gonzalez is lighting double. Yeah, they. This guy's it's, almost roughly the same build, same height. I mean, they have to adjust the lights once you step into the frame for sure. Yeah. But they can get close based. They get on pretty this. close because they're like same, same shoulders, same good-looking chiseled bod is when Gonzalez is. We see, we see this guy take off his shirt, take off his pants. We see him <laughs> take off his pants, and I and the camera lingers all the way down there. We get Julie's reaction shot as she's like, she's like, her mouth, her face turns into a wolf. Yeah. And then she removes her pants and you're like, guys, this is UPN. I had to come on. What are we doing? All right. She touches the hologram and she touches the dude. We find out it's a hologram. It's a hologram. And then she does my favorite thing. Computer turn off hologram. <laughs> turn off sexy hologram, man. <laughs> because I just love the idea of me, you know, the wizards at Hewlett Packard or wherever are like, what's the best operating system? Like a couple of buttons that you touch or you have to scream at the top of your yeah, lungs there's in your a, apartment. There's a neighbor Computer, that's like, play pornography. <laughs> turn off gross pornography because I'm embarrassed. And the lady next door is reading the newspaper. She's like, yeah. oh, she's in there again, looking at her. It's a Friday, I guess. It's, it's a workaday Wednesday, huh? <laughs> she gets embarrassed because she's like, what am I doing? doing? I am in a dystopian future. <laughs> this is a hologram. We're in Washington District of Columbia in what we're told by a title card. The not to distant future. future, like something so next AD. AD. There was not a guy named Joel, and he was not too different from you or me. Um. Uh. So yes, we're told that we're in Washington District of Columbia, which looks surprisingly like USC and the surrounding neighborhoods, because <laughs> the university that she goes that she works at is straight up USC. And then no, we will get a this, visit from the U.S. Col- USC Coliseum afterwards. This is Washington District of Columbia. Obviously. At the Department of Bioengineering, we're introduced officially to Hope, who is Julie Bowen, who is, uh, Mark, like right out of the gate. She's like, I want to make a man. <laughs> How subtle, Andrew, that the writer were, were like, what should our main female character be called in this dystopian future? I don't know. Hope? Oh, that's, uh, that's ooh, smart. Ooh, that, wow. Because that has two meanings. I mean, was Eve too much? Because we get we get it on the other side, but oh, is, we get an Adam coming up. So she says straight up I and down, I want to make I want to make I want to make a dude. Uh, because getting my rocks off to this hologram is not the same, apparently. I'm but just she's also like a DJ just scratching it up down there, and <laughs> it's not working. But she she gives a bunch of high minded bullshit to uh, her uh, her uh, her grad. It's not her assistant. That's her. Yeah, it's her advisor. Yeah, because she's a grad student. So her grad student advisor, uh, Esther, she's like, I want to I know men have been outlawed because of future law, but I I feel like. If Shouldn't we, science be? We, science could fix what nature has done wrong. Why did we become scientists if not to find new things to have sex with? <laughs> it's the, 
It's the whole reason I'm in this school. God damn it. Want to grow things that I can screw. Esther, meanwhile, says, look, uh, you got your head in those books for a while. Why don't you, I don't know, go outside. Basically, she says, why don't you go get laid? Like, yeah, she's like, go date someone. I don't know. This is why this movie is so off-putting in, in, for one of the many reasons that this movie is so off-putting is that it's written and directed by dudes yeah, who are imagining women giving each other advice. Like and mostly it comes would. down to, why don't you just go screw? Yeah. just <laughs> Like they talk like dudes in the 90s. Well, they're like, well, if there are no dudes, then there must be, then somebody must become the dude role. So yes, <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, yeah. sis. Go get go get nailed yeah. and then come back and then that'll that'll put your head on straight. Uh, Hope, meanwhile, uh, she's too high minded. She says, no, I got to make me a man. Hope goes back to the lab at night mm-hmm. and uh, she's trying to get a synthetic generation together uh, and wears a cool set of goggles for this thing. Is she? She's, is she videotapes herself making like doing crimes against nature in this world? The th- yes. The but the thing that she wears specifically, I had a toy that was a squirt gun. Yeah. That you would put over your head and your eye. Do you remember this thing? And it had a little microphone, and mm-hmm. you would scream into it, and it fire. Would yeah. Yes. And it would shoot water. I think that's what she has, but they painted it black. Yeah, they painted it black and silver. And they said, now it's a video camera for your now crimes. It's the future. That's the other thing, too, is because this is the future in the, in the not so distant future. Uh, everything makes a boop, beep, boop, boop. Like even like a like an elevator built in the 50s. They push the button and it goes. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so we see a montage of her doing science things while her sea monkey starts to settle. Pouring this thing into this thing. And there's like some big got an aquarium, Tesla coil, Tesla coil, turning dials. She like sparks up a like an arc welder, uh, <laughs> puts on a blowtorch helmet. Yeah. She reaches into her, her uh, vat of gunk that she's been working on and pulls out a fucking crying baby boy. She discovers she has created a gack. Yeah, she's like, Nickelodeon news, put it on a newspaper. Like, he can, it pulls it, pull it off. You see Garfield, he's like imprinted on it. It's very fun. Yeah, it's fun. She reaches into this vat and pulls out a, do- a boy. She pulls out and a baby boy, an infant baby boy. In case you're unclear if this is a boy or not, the camera shows us a baby's penis. Yes. For a long time. <laughs> it lingers on the baby's crotch. And, and it's like, she just looks at to be clear. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm like, how do you give this direction to anybody? And you, uh, you look, you look at you, the baby. You look the baby at the baby. Does, you see it. The little, you are, the, little, the little baby. You are surprised. Uh, maybe this is cool, dude. <laughs> Dino De Laurentiis, what are you doing here? here? Uh, Hope takes the baby and goes to a cabin in the woods where she stashes herself. The woods of D.C., Andrew. You know, it's like Camp David. You just go up the road and there you are. Yeah. Uh, She stashes away herself and the baby and lives out of sight for two weeks as people keep calling Hope and they're like, Hey, hey you, dead? you get laid yet? Like you've been gone. Uh, I can only keep the Dean off my ass for another couple days, but 
Uh, telling you them you had to turn in that paper, man. <laughs> yeah, but telling them you're screwing your brains out is getting old. Uh, on their their like, they, they, you know, they gave me a high five the first couple of times. But now they're like, surely she can't still be screwing. She can't be like, doing oh. that. She was really messed up, and now she's getting she's she's all all she, the sex. She's she gonna come back cool as a cucumber. Um, she's just been scissored in half, probably. <laughs> I guess I don't know. That's how we talk. That's how us ladies talk. Uh, but it turns out that uh, Hope has been looking after this creature that she grew in a vat this monstrosity that she has created she has named him adam and in two weeks time he is now he now looks like a little four-year-old boy yes and she's teaching him how to read and how to write yep. she's, and she's raising him yes, as her she, own child she is raising him as so she's like from day one he she is she is the mother figure all right. Yes. And it's so it was already confusing because I was like, we the first time we meet this woman, we know that she wants to screw a dude. Yes. So she has gr- she, so she has grown a dude, mm-hmm. which is fine. Now it's her son, which is fine. But it still feels like we might be headed in a weird gross it's good, direction. We haven't reached it yet. If this ain't this ain't no weird science where they like yeah she didn't say i want to make some make a full-grown adult so that i could have sex with it and name it lisa no she pulled a she pulled a baby out of a gunky vat and she's like i will raise him as my own or something (laughs) and in sexy results in vo she says he was growing up quickly because i had manipulated his genes so that he would hit 20 the she age says, of 20, 20 very quickly and then start aging naturally. And I was glad about this because I didn't want to be anybody's mother. So then you're like, OK, All right. OK, well, now wait a second. Yes, she weird. says she says that Adam will be fully developed in 23 days. But the other thing is, is that she has uh, genetically modified Adam to be nonviolent. You yeah. see, men, <laughs> as we all know. Mm-hmm. love to beat up on things and they're angry and they yell a lot For all and they're it's... dumb and they're stupid yeah. hairy and they're fat and, they and they're ugly bad. and they're named andrew and, and you hate they're... them everyone People just hates tolerate them. them and they never liked them in the first place and they talk about him behind his back all the time you know how guys are yeah yeah that's how guys are well She's used, she's genetically modified Adam to take all that stuff out. And now we're just left with good, wholesome Americana. Yes. So we see a montage of Adam growing up. Uh, He's reading books. He's doing this. He, he, when he's like 16, he takes the car and he's like doing doing donuts out there. And he calls hope a bitch because he's like, (laughs) I was listening to rap music. Yes. Which I guess would be like the oldies in this That's not too distant say. future, yeah. but that doesn't really make so much sense. But okay. Then, then Hope is woken up in the middle of the night by a full grown Adam. A full grown, sexy ass Adam who is completely naked. Completely naked, holding his junk. And it's he's like, like me. Out of at an office party, 
yeah you're you're one Bartles and James deep and we all know what happens next like oh my god who gave Gonzalez a single white claw (laughs) he's gonna be like this for hours Adam is completely naked he's like I guess I grew out of my clothes (laughs) my clothes don't fit anymore so Hope has to give him uh, clothes, but we can see that he's now fully grown and sexy. Yes, and Hope is noticing that the baby boy that she's been raising <laughs> for the past 23 de- days is finally doable. Yeah, so I guess we're okay with this now. Hope tells Adam she can't take him into town. Because again, all he's known for the last 20 days is that his mother figure has been pining for him yeah. and he lives in this cabin. Like, that's got to be wild, right? I it's mean, like, he would think this is the natural life progression, I guess, right? It's like, I, I live for 45 days. I'm nearing middle age. Yeah. And the cabin is feels smaller than it used to be. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess this is life. I guess I'll die in about a week. But he wants go to go watch in, Matlocks. Yeah, he wants to go into town to see other people, but she says no. But meanwhile, he's like, man, fuck that. I know how to drive. Steals yeah. the car, goes into town anyway. Meanwhile, Hope calls up Esther and says, you got to come. You got to come see this hunk. <laughs> you won't believe what I've got stored. The legs go all, all the, the way up. up. Adam takes off the car, takes the car and drives into town. Uh. Then in the morning, Adam arrives and drives into the city center and walks around and sees nothing but women and basically yeah. has a panic attack at this site because it's like he walks. He's like walking through what is supposed to be a, a futuristic Washington, D.C. It's clean. There's it a, looks monorail. a lot like, looks a lot like downtown L.A. There's an escalator. We don't have these oh. kind of technologies anymore. No, that's he like, speculative. A subway car, like eggs, like a like a metro exits, and it's just nothing but women coming up the stairs. And the way it's shot is like, is like Dutch tilt push. Oh my god! Oh my god! It, yes, it, it, it would be. It would be like if the if it, 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 they shoot it like um, when he puts on like sunglasses from They Live, <laughs> and it's like grotesque monsters. And he's like, what is happening? And uh, so he starts to freak out, but then a little girl. I think I'm growing again. My pants are tight. (laughs) Where's hope? She needs to get me new pants. All right. A little girl sees him and calls and says, oh, my God, it's a man. (laughs) And uh, she's scared and everyone's scared. Everyone flips out. He starts to run. And then immediately the police show up and they're like, oh, man. I have been waiting for the day to fire my gun at a man. I have been wanting to kill a man for so long because men are violent, not women. Not women, no. But because we're the police, like... I also do need to kill. (laughs) Hope and Esther, meanwhile, are driving around trying to find Adam. The cops nearly corner. There's a a, a wonderful, wacky car chase through the city, the streets of Washington District of Columbia. With uh, our hero in a uh, he's in a VW VW bug. Uh, the new ones, not the old ones, to be yes, clear. Redesign. But we're told that this is some gas guzzling clunker because <laughs> the other cars, even though they look like normal cars, they go. 
Yeah, apparently car design has not changed. We just fixed up. They just changed the engines. The cops nearly corner at him, but can't shoot him because they're too scared of his masculine physique. masculinity. Because there's one late. There's one cop who's like, I've been waiting for this day for my entire life. I'm finally going to sh- I'm going to get a murder, murder, death kill. Yeah. And she misses. She misses. She misses. And she's probably just that's going to hang over her head for the rest of her she life. She says she the 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 T is throwing my sights off. <laughs> it's two. It's, it's a, a T level of over three. <laughs> and Mark's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's the man. Uh, they nearly corner him and shoot him, but he gets away and runs into Hope and Esther. They throw him in the car and drive away. The police, the FBI are introduced and they impound the car and trace it to Hope. But -hmm. meanwhile, Hope and Adam hide out at Esther's. Gotcha. And Esther gives, she gives the explanation. She says, now tarantulas are very, I'm sorry. No, that's I happen to have a VHS tape. Hold on on a second. I have my, my, my cards are all mixed up here. Esther explains the deadly cargo. Andrew, here's here's where the movie stop just loses it for me. Is no. <laughs> they're like they're like okay, um, Adam, we have to sneak you inside the house. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. So you put a hoodie on him and sunglasses. Like just dress him like a girl. Like, oh, no you, one oh, has any reason to assume that it's a guy if you're living in this world. You just put him in a in ladies' clothes. Give me, give me what I want. Put this guy in girls' clothes. Yeah, and we want and to they see never do it. Two no balloons, one ever thinks that far. A wig, a dress, uh, a scarf no. over his head, something a, like that, a, yeah, or a, a ball, like a ball cap and sunglasses, and you just sure any kind of disguise. But they're like, nope, let's have him out. Adam, stop shaving as well. <laughs> we need as much growth and scraggle as possible. They lead him into Esther's house and Esther pulls out like an Encarta 98. And she's like, I, I, I've been saving this for an important day. Yeah. She explains that Sandra Burns presents World War Three. <laughs> uh, she explains that World War Three happened and started in Afghanistan. Think about it. Prompting the United States to develop a Y bomb. Yep a biological weapon to attack soldiers on the battlefield and kill them just because that they're men. Right. And I'm like, it's their tea. Wait a second. I'm, I'm assuming that even in 99, we can assume that there were women in the military. Uh, Not for these writers, (laughs) I guess not. I don't know. Uh, But whoops, it becomes airborne and then kills 97% of the men across the country. That's yeah. a what a what a fucking that's a whoopsie. That's a banger. But not looking, not attempting to look a gift horse in the mouth. The then Surgeon General, who is a woman, a gives, woman, a, a woman, gives <laughs> a big impassioned they, speech on the mall. Esther says something crazy that's like she won by a landslide, <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, th- she didn't have anybody else running against her. I would guess, like they. What what is the point that you're making by saying that she won by a landslide? Well, the thing is, is that she this she was the then Surgeon General who says that uh, you know again not looking a gift horse in the mouth. She's like, well, all the men are dead, so why don't we just have a world without men? Huh? Think about yeah. that. Which gets big cheers from the crowd, which they've spliced in like a 
like the million woman march or something yeah, like some that. Some sort of a protest, it seems. On the mall, while but the best part is, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Nor was I. Right? She's like, women good, men, men. bad. Uh, she says, no, we need to we need to keep womanhood strong. Men ruin this country, but women will be the ones to be its salvation. <sighs> and shots ring out. <laughs> a single shot, a squib in her, ch- in her chest explodes. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> a really crappy my one, favorite, too. My favorite part of the whole thing was not just how surprising it is, but also she's very surprised <laughs> as an actress because she looks at it and she's like, not me. Oh, I thought I was going to be in this whole thing. Ugh. This is why you read more than just the sides you're given. Read the whole script. She gets assassinated by a surviving man, but this only uh, galvanized the movement which means that uh, sex with dudes outlawed, man. Get it out of here. So procreation occurs because of cloning. And apparently they had in their back pocket all along. Which, you know, and who invented cloning? A woman. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that in a moment. So uh, sex with dudes is outlawed. Men, you're out, man. The 97% of you, I spit on your grave. The 3% of you that are left, I... Sorry, Look forward to spitting on your grave. Yeah, give me another 20 years. I'm gonna hawk a big loogie because all we are making here are ladies that talk like guys and are <laughs> act cut, like dudes, and they act like and... dudes, and you're they're written by a dude and because they sound all like dudes. But... There's absolutely zero femininity in the future, apparently. But they're all women, Mark. Nope, but they feel like dudes. Meanwhile, the FBI is getting closer as they realize that Hope is a genetic engineering student and also the DNA that they recovered from the car is only like a month old. Yeah. So Which whoever was driving, tell, apparently, apparently they're just like, it looks so young. It looks it's, young. There's no and, wrinkles on this DNA. Uh, we, cut this the, we cut the rings. We look count the rings. There's only like one. This double helix is thin and lithe. Yeah, it's not old and creaky and its knee hurts all the time. It's bent down in the shower and then had to call someone for help because they couldn't stand back up. This DNA thinks I'm I'm lame. (laughs) I saw this DNA standing outside of a drugstore and I was scared to go in. This DNA DNA is up to no good. This DNA is talking about iPhone apps that I have no idea what they're referencing. My cultural touchstones are completely separate from this DNA. You're talking about like vines. I don't know what the hell that means. This DNA says that euphoria is based on it and its friends. And I'm like, I, I kind of know what they're referencing, but that can't be true. <laughs> Those kids will never have a high school education the way they're going. Anyway, anyways, anyways <laughs> add Esther's. Oh, also, the lab assistant wants to fuck. All right. That's the, the other lab thing. Too. Makes Every it very character direct. is horny as hell. This could, this movie is so horny. <laughs> because she's I'm like. I'm glad that in a future of only women, uh, sexual harassment in the workplace is still alive and in many cases encouraged. 
that's the thing is is uh, the detective Kara is like, what'd you find out about the DNA? And she gives her the spiel. And then at the end, this lab assistant's like, oh, by the way, if you want to exchange bodily fluids with me and you're like, oh, my God, God. Jesus Christ. In front of everybody, there's like another person standing behind her that's like, is it my line? When do I exit? Do I exit now? <laughs> Which, I don't know if this is supposed to be like, oh, steamy. But ultimately, you're like, because it's like the phrase bodily fluids is not. Well, it's not also like I, it's ugh. it's it's something you would expect one of the guys to say on Big Bang Theory. And it like gets a laugh because yeah, you're like, oh, he doesn't know how to be cool. He says, hello, Bazinga. Um, <laughs> yes, he says, I would like to engage in the mating ritual with you. Bodily fluids will be interacted and exchanged. And perhaps we will have a child at the end of this after the gestation period. And then there's like 30 minutes of laughter. Just like just everybody like falling shaking. It's like, like an amp on the floor is rumbling <laughs> to recreate what it felt like being in the live audience. The camera spins around and it's you're you're worried that the Joker has put laughing gas into there because <laughs> just Rick just just angry, smiles as, as everyone just clawing at their faces. It can't breathe. They're laughing so hard. <laughs> That's how all episodes of Big Bang Theory ends. <laughs> it's a two-minute scene that ends in 28 minutes of just a, yeah. a, 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 a studio audience just tearing themselves <laughs> limb from limb with laughter. Bozinga. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's weird and gross uh, more than it's anything really else. really gross. But the cop is also like, I would, but I don't date at work. But thank you for your offer. That was a very nice <laughs> offer, very, and I, I enjoy I it. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, <laughs> I respect your wishes. I respect your feelings. Unfortunately, just not at this time. Yes. Oh, well, th thank you very much. I well, appreciate it. Keep me in nice. mind. Keep me in mind. At Esther's, they hide Adam upstairs in a bedroom as the FBI shows up because Esther is the graduate assistant's uh, you know, advisor. So she must right. have some information on where the fuck hope is. But like a stupid, like this is, it's not only is this an insulting movie uh, in terms of like the politics that it lays out, but also it's just dumb from a screenwriting perspective because at a certain point they're like, yeah, we're looking for the why that we saw earlier today. Instead of calling him a man, they call him a why, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Esther, meanwhile, is like, I don't know where Adam is. <laughs> and they're like, we didn't say. We didn't say he was murdered. I mean, we didn't say his name was Adam. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I, someone, I, I must have heard. I would, that's what I would call him. When it, I'm I'm from the South and that that's uh, we a call regional thing. we call everyone we call Adam. every every it's like guys are Adam Adam and Honey that's the two things that's it uh, they say I buy that <laughs> like yeah I guess that makes sense uh, well, I I also kept thinking like I guess neither one of these characters Esther or Hope are experienced criminals or like so I guess like when when they when the cops figure out in like two minutes. Hey, it's probably this grad student that's disappeared for 30 days and the person who owns the car that this guy was driving. I was like, oh, yeah, she didn't do any. She didn't take any effort to cover her tracks. No, all. no, that's the other I was thing. Like, too. Yeah, because so, she's not a criminal. She's just a grad, a horny grad student. 
at least come up with a better excuse to be like, Adam, you know, it sounds like it's a guy we haven't seen in a while. So maybe you call him like from the Bible and they're like, oh, okay. Or she says, Adam, and the cops just like shoot each other a look and then they go, oh, hey, can I use your fucking shitter? And then off they go, as opposed to being like, we didn't say his name was Adam. Yeah. Anyway. Detective Kara goes upstairs saying she's got to use the piss house, but instead she starts. Yeah, she's a she's a female detective. She's a female cop in the future. And she says, hey, I got to go uh, jerk <laughs> off real quick. <laughs> you're like, yeah, <laughs> upstairs on the left. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Us ladies. <laughs> Hurry up. I'm next. <laughs> uh Esther, so they go upstairs and start looking around and, and Hope and Adam hear this through the door and they're like, oh, oh, sh- oh, shit. Oh, shit. We could lock the door. We could hide. We could hide under a bed. <laughs> but they're like, no, let's make a lot of noise. And then uh, Adam's like, fuck it. Throws a lamp through the window, escapes through a broken window, runs away. But we hear we hear Adam trying to open a window. And I was really hoping we would get a Mujibar is having sex. (laughs) Oh, I can't quite get it. And then she's like, go harder. You got to pull it up and down. (laughs) Come on, faster. (gasps) There's I think the glass is breaking. (laughs) Mujibar is having a sex. The FBI stumbles into the room and, and they see Adam leave, but they're like, I'm firing this gun. I don't care. Yeah. And they managed to shoot hope in the side for good measure. Right. Adam is gone, but they're like, well, you did something. So they shoot her. Yeah. (laughs) You're guilty of something. Act two. Meanwhile, we're introduced to Karen, who is a teenage girl, and she's getting all hot and bothered all over an old Esquire magazine. Esquire magazine. (laughs) It's like a it's like a 1996 Esquire magazine. And she's like, oh, boy, I want to see the, uh, you know, the preview of Jurassic Park Two: the lost world. <laughs> it should just be a picture of Goldblum with his shirt off from the first one. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, which also they, it's like a swim. It's like a guy in a Speedo, like a centerfold. But it's yeah. an Esquire. And I'm like, does, does Esquire do this? Or are we supposed to believe that this is like the women's version of a current Esquire in that, like, you know, like no, a Maxim a- or, an, or those kind of magazines would have like a centerfold of a sexy lady? No, she says we find out that this is an old magazine from right. the before times. Because so it's, yes. it's taboo in their minds to pine after men. Right. They refer to people who like men as closet heteros, dirty heteros. And you're like, I'm like, I come on, don't do that. Well, her mom's come in and they tell her because there's a crazy man on the loose, a crazy why they say when you come home from you, when school's out tomorrow at Euphoria University (laughs) (laughs) at Euphoria High, you got to come right home. All right. No, right, you can do drugs, you can do drug drugs with your friends later. You got to come home right after school. But right after they leave, she sneaks out through a window that very easily opens. So it's not the same set. No one's having sex. <laughs> and then and she's dressed up for the night. 
Yeah, she's ready to go party. But when she steps outside, she's accosted by Adam, who says, please don't scream. I'm that guy you saw on the news. <laughs> I'm the uh, crazy guy. But you got to help me out. I just want to go home. And Karen gives the writer of the scripts was like, all right. So if kids say cool. What's so like a she'll say blaze. She'll say blazed or frozen. Yeah. As opposed to like cool and what's cooler than being cool frozen (laughs) (laughs) let it go agent cara talks with hope at the hospital and she says hope says uh that she'll help out the police if they promise not to hurt adam and cara calls her a dirty hetero (laughs) (laughs) filthy disgusting hetero like okay all right, I, see I guess what doing here, but come on. Karen takes Adam to meet her friend Lila. I guess it's wrong for me to expect police to be tolerant at any point in time, past, future, or present, right? Yeah, they we shouldn't trust them in any it doesn't the real dystopian future would be one that you could trust the police. That's um fantasy land yeah it'll never happen it's a twilight zone where like a cop is helpful and doesn't beat you afterwards and it's like <laughs> what's happening what's happening happening oh you're lost sir let me help you <laughs> i know you got a tail light out but um you know just get that fixed when you can all right we'll have a nice one see ya then <laughs> just terrifying <laughs> what world is this madness um Anyway, Karen takes Adam to meet her friend Lila, who's like a prostitute or a drug dealer or a no, it's her sister. Or, well, I get it, but she's also like she's like a drug dealer or yeah, she's a drug dealer specifically. No, she's a she's, no, she's a, a prostitute. She's a pimp, right? No, because she, she dresses like a man. Ah, I see. So yes, she is a prostitute. She goes to the wrong side of town. She goes to that big house on the wrong side of town. On the wrong side of town. She's here because she did not bet on a winner last night. Lila, she's Karen is under the impression that Lila would be able to help Adam for some reason. Because she's she's a sex worker. She's a sex worker. She's like, she knows the ins and outs. She'll figure it out. And I'm a teenager and I'm dumb. So this is the best we got. Uh, So she gives Adam to Lila. Meanwhile, uh, when Karen goes home, it turns out that her mom's already called the cops. And she's like, well, shit, because she snuck I out fast. I got, oh, boy. Lila takes Adam to meet mother. There's so many ancillary characters that get no like they're there for a second. Like They should have just they should have stunt casted all of these because they were they were probably on set for maybe like 48 hours. All of these people should have been known actors and actresses. Andrew, I think I think they couldn't afford no named actors. (laughs) So they're like, no matter what, we can only have someone here for 20 hours. Lila takes Adam to meet Mother May, who runs some kind of brothel where there's a bunch of older guys in tuxes. Apparently she's rounded up, you know, as many all the men, all the men that she can get her hands on and basically imprisons them to be sex slaves they're getting a good deal i they got a place to stay and they're okay. they talk, and yes this is another thing where you're like i think this i think these writers are revealing their own thoughts on like sex workers here where they're like because the one of the one of the older dudes is supposed to show adam the ropes and he's like it's a pretty great deal we get a lot of money 
party all night and uh you get a little bit of tail then yeah mother may holds him up and drags him off to another room and it's basically imprisons adam but gets rid of the sister prostitute character it's like well why did we even have her also why did we have mother may for the most part because we're we're like you know she's she's running this brothel but this is like one of two scenes that she's in, even though she's supposed to be introduced as like a major figure in this yeah. underground seedy circuit of of uh, coordinating men to get with Old those dudes. filthy heteros. Anyway, in the room, Adam meets Bobby, who tells him that uh, the reason that the men that are alive in the brothel right now are alive is because they had a natural immunity. They're the three percent that survived the Y bomb. Yeah, but apparently they must be sterile. I think I think that's also the thing is that they like there's a complete sterilization. Or... Well, the the movie the movie doesn't really talk about it, but it's I think it's implied that if you're if any woman is ever pregnant, they terminate the pregnancy. Ah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So oh, okay, I don't know. But also, there's yeah, I guess these guys very unfortunate. Know. Like. Once you start logicking out this world, you're like, ew, I don't like, wait, all this sucks. (laughs) Like, it's not as sexy as we once thought. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, meanwhile, the teenager gives the cops a bullshit story about her kidnapping, basically saying that this guy broke into the house and it like threatened her out and threatened her and had a gun. And then he, he, I did like a sick karate move and got away from him. And then I saw his wiener. She says that he had to stop and pee. And so he's just urinating in public. And she says it was long and pointy. And I was like, so she yeah. has seen a penis. Yeah, like a normal penis. Yeah. It's, it's like a scorpion's uh, tail. Tail. She said it's it, it's like a corkscrew of sorts. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pig. <laughs> like a pig's tail. Yeah. Same size and color. Exactly. Uh, at the hospital, it was Harry just at the at the top of it, <laughs> the, the tip. Like, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. like I think there's like three other things down there. I don't know, but it like wobbles as well. Um, looks like a looks like a character from Mario Kart, not Toad though. <laughs> Surprisingly, the I'll, I'll, will surprise may, you. Surprise you. At the hospital, uh, this is my favorite part: is not only do the cops harass who hope. But a nurse comes in and they're like, I hope you get the fucking electric chair. You bitch. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was the best. A nurse comes in and I guess from like a screenwriting perspective or if these guys thought about it for a second, they're like, well, we're going to hurt this nurse. So we might as well make her a bigot so that we're still on Hope's side. Because the nurse comes in and is like, how are we feeling today? We're having a oatmeal for breakfast. By the way, I hope you burn in hell, you bitch. You fucking disgust me. And she's like, oh, okay. well, nice to see you, too. Let me change your IV real quick. The nurse turns her back and then gets uh, uh, my ex-boyfriend's husband's killer. She gets jumped by uh, Hope and knocked out. And then Hope steals her clothes but leaves. But as opposed to wearing a medical mask, which you probably should do. Which would make sense. Hope just kind of bumbles out and presses the presses the space elevator which makes a 
Despite the fact that- As opposed that, to our uh, diesel operated elevators that we have in the modern world. Which which just, but it just looks like a standard utility elevator that is just That's like- That's all it is, yeah. It doesn't have to make a space noise. Adam is sent to a room with a lady who is paid to have sex with him. With a man. And uh, she's like, hey, <laughs> she slaps him around, he slaps him around and tells her, tells him to beat her up. And I'm like, and he starts oh, crying no. like a little bitch. And I was like, yeah, this is this is how sex happens. You're like, all right, this is the most realistic part now. Yeah, he's crying when he's faced with the opportunity to have sex for the first time. Yeah, yeah. this is this is real. And the and yeah, the person that they're with is like angry about angry it, and like disappointed, and like, what do I gotta do? Has God. to be stern with them and tell them exactly what they want, and they still don't get sick. Yeah, this is this is ripped right from the headlines of uh, certain persons' newspapers and diaries. <laughs> hate it. Uh, I hate it when writers get their hands on my dream journal. <laughs> I gotta stop leaving those at Starbucks in uh, Hollywood. Adam says, no, I will not have sex with you. I can't do it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Again, the most realistic scene. Can't, yes. Hope, meanwhile, meets up with Karen because she broke out of the hospital and she's like back at the USC campus. Yeah, Karen she's... is telling a story about how like she had to do a karate move and she seduced she, like, him, chopped the guy's penis off while it was peeing. Yeah, did a cool, shot, cool it, judo throw with the penis. She, she shot the penis. It fell and then it slithered away the way the penises do. <laughs> yeah, just like the end of uh, uh, Quicksilver Highway. It just went into the sagebrush and yeah, man, will manage to kill forever. somebody else. Uh, yes, but Hope breaks into Euphoria High and steals <laughs> away, <laughs> steals away Karen. And she says, you got to lead me. To this or i'm going to tell people that you're lying about doing a sick judo throw she's like no also, no 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 you can't do that also cred. what is this what is this high school production you're putting on of a, a play that's like t- involves like 60 actors and it's the it's a and, play and, within a play and it like before you get high? out it, it starts at night but then you get out and it's daytime how and much money is this school paying for this why is this why is this theater packed i don't understand what's going on there's no way anyone's gonna be this excited about a high school play anyway hope manages to track down adam at the brothel because basically she's like i want to have sex with adam but i don't she, yes, i it's it's so bizarre because we're led to presume that she hope went to this girl and said tell me the truth and then the girl said i gave adam to my sister Mm-hmm. So then she finds the sister and says, where's Adam? And she says, she's at, he's at a brothel. She says, gotcha. Do you have any cash on you? <laughs> Cause I need a dress and I need to go to a brothel. I, need, I don't have, I don't have any myself. money. I have, I'm a grad student. I'm a grad student. And my, I broke out of a, a, a hospital. Like, so like I don't have ago. my wallet or anything. I'm also if I use my credit cards, everybody's going to know it's me. So then well, she says, yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, somehow she's able to convince her way into a situation where they they pluck Adam out of the cell again and they say, you're right. Don't fuck this one up. I mean, yeah. fuck it up, but don't fuck this one up. Yeah. 
He's thrust into the bedroom she, and the lady turns around and it's hope and they they embrace. They hug. They're like, oh, my God, it's good to see you. And then they're they have a near kiss. They're about to kiss. Jeez, it's insane. It's, it's weird like paid to have sex with her son. But then right then, because she's an idiot, the, the FBI has been tracking her this whole time. They bust Obviously. into the they bust into the fucking brothel and start busting heads with their billy clubs. But Agent Kara's boss, who's running for governor, is also at the brothel. So she's a hypocrite, Mark. And a hetero. She's a hetero hippo. But they decide to chase after Hope and Adam. Anyway, Adam escapes again through goddamn happenstance while Hope gets arrested again. Yes. He sucks. Like you and this cop, this cop is an idiot because the cops got Hope sees adam who's the real threat and target and is still like well i have to read your rights i have to i yeah exactly if i let you go now then god knows where you're gonna go who you're gonna get shot by next so you let the guy go and i'm gonna let you guys talk to each other for like a minute as they're like leave me he's like i won't okay bye bye adam has like no as a character, this guy stinks. He's an idiot. Adam and Bobby, the guy that he was with earlier, steal a dump truck while Agent Kara in, interrogates Hope. She says, look, you help me. Maybe we keep this guy alive. But if you don't, uh, probably not. Some cops going to shoot him, I guess. I don't know. Hope says, look, this Adam guy is not dangerous because the violence portion of his male stupid dumb fat idiot ugly brain with a small penis and that nobody likes yeah it's gone the the violence part is out of his brain it's we i i genetically modified him (laughs) to keep the violent part out of him Kara says yes the andrew portion of the brain (laughs) the stupid fat sweaty awful portion is out of adam (laughs) making him perfect but maybe we take that portion and just make that into another human and then we he's born in 1984 and then has like a (laughs) shitty podcast i guess i don't know i'm just spitballing here it's the not too distant future and they're like yes of course this sounds like a plan let's do it kara says look you can trust me all right i'm a cop not a killer (laughs) i shot you earlier yeah (laughs) You didn't die. So huh? technically, I'm not a killer, an attempted killer, but I'm not a killer. Bobby and Adam then go to Maryland to meet up with a hidden camp of guys at some uh, far flung derelict football stadium the run USC by the Coliseum. A bunch of, you know, inside this Coliseum, it's run by a guy named John that's filled with a bunch of boys who are, who are very. <laughs> Very proud. Very, uh, they're very they're proud of the proud boys. <laughs> they, they call themselves the reclaimers. I thought he said the proclaimers. And I was like, <laughs> I love that band. I that love was the last thing they get. They're going to go 500 miles and go 500 <laughs> miles more towards the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, he calls themselves the reclaimers and they're very excited to see Adam. Yes. Act three. John of the Reclaimers wants to reclaim the government. 
All right. They have a specific date in mind. It doesn't come to which day is in my, I can't necessarily remember. They have a It'll whole a, line of trucks. Sixth or maybe the 16th. Uh, a line of trucks. They're really going to try and disrupt some, some commerce, but uh, they're going to, they're going to do some, they're going to do some damage here because he, he, ex- he explains that the U S became a corporation after the 15th president <laughs> and that the real date of the election is August something. Yeah. And technically underneath the stadium is sovereign. It's, this is a sovereign nation. So they, yeah. they, their laws don't affect when you're inside the stadium. No, John explains they want to reclaim the government because there's a lesbian conspiracy. So at this point, I this is real weird and upsetting, <laughs> but the John, who's the only guy who's giving us information. So maybe he's lying. Maybe he's wrong. Mm-hmm. But because he's the only one who's giving us this information, I think we're led to believe that he's probably telling the truth. And this is what the filmmakers want you to think is what happened. He says there was a national global lesbian conspiracy and that a bunch of women named Hillary Clinton <laughs> pretended to be loving wives mm-hmm. and mothers when they were really dirty lesbians. Sleeper cells sleeping and around. They created the Y-bomb. Yes, they're, we're told that women created the Y-bomb. Killed all the men. And that now this lesbian cabal has turned all women on the planet into lesbians, which mm-hmm. I was like, even in 1999, did that, is that what we thought that like, did we, did we think it was a choice? I don't, it's really weird. No, they turned the frogs gay. All right. Alex Jones told us this as well. Uh, yes. We're told that the Y bomb was created by a woman. There's a lesbian conspiracy because then they figured out that they don't need men anymore. Cause they can, no, clone. because women, cause they the lesbians people. also created cloning. Yes. And that's the reason that cloning was ever invented was so that lesbians could make more lesbians. So John says, even if you're a shitty, dumb idiot, which you are, Adam, I'm going to be very frank with you. You're (laughs) You're the shittiest, dumbest idiot I've ever seen. You fucking suck as a character. You have everything just happens to you. You have no agency. There's no agency at all, at all, entire in terms of what you've done this entire movie. I want you to hold a gun and lead my men into battle because we're all old. There's been no young men here in the last 30 years. It's like fucking children of men out here. Yeah. But you, people see you, it would inspire the people here, the reclaimers, to then overthrow this lesbian, this Yonic. 500 miles. Throw this yoke of Yonic temperament off of us. And Adam says, uh, I can't fight. Pass. I, he says, Nah, <laughs> I'm good. Much much like uh, our last movie, he's just that stupid. That's fucking dumb. I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. Because John says in the before time, he used to be a car salesman and then occasionally he would <laughs> eat a pork chop and then watch a football game. It, and it, this was this like the this character, like the the sides that the audition sides where everybody had to come in and read this line and they were like, this is the most emotional thing that we've written for the movie. We want to see your range. You're going to come in and say you used to be a car salesman and you'd watch a ball game and you'd eat a pork chop. And that's all you want from the future. And they're like, I see great, great writing, really excited about this project. 
Uh, big fan. Big fan. Adam is like, oh, no, I don't want to fight. I just want to go home. All right. He's like John fucking McClain. He just all he came out. He just wants to see his fucking family. That's all. That yeah. Matters. Come out to the coast. Have sex with your mother. <laughs> that's that's, cool. that's what they said. All right. John calls Detective Kara and says that he's got Adam, but then John wants a little tradesies. This is all so upsetting. Everything, every minute of this movie is so upsetting. John says the reclaimers. Okay, what's the trade? You guys, okay, you guys uh, stop trying to kill us. You guys, well, I want crew rands. I want bear bonds. What do you want? I look. You wanted you want a miracle. Us to free the red you wanted dawn. a miracle. I give you the FBI. <laughs> I uh, yes, I read about these guys in Time, in Time magazine. magazine, in Esquire magazine, <laughs> <laughs> and I will free them. No, it turns out John's intentions are a little bit more sinister than we thought. John says, I'll give you Adam, but here's what I want. I want your most violent convicts from prison. I want your dirtiest, dirtiest convict women. I want you to give them to us, the reclaimers. And she's like, the Kara's like, what? And he's like, I'm just trying to survive out here. I got guys that are just trying to survive out here with the implication being like, all right, so you're just going to get you're just trading more sex slaves. Like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> so horrible. Uh, so it's, it's like, all right, I get it. He's John is a bad guy, so he's got to do something bad. But you're also like, this is so gross. This it is so gross. This movie. It's more gross like, than anything else. Instead of being like, like, why did you run us into the underground? Like, we could still be a part of society. Yeah, a like, lot. We're gonna die. Just let us live out our last days in the society. Instead, instead it's like we want to bone till we die. We want to steal away women, and they just become our slaves. And then maybe we procreate over here. I don't know. It's also weird too because he's like, he's like, there ain't no women around here because it's a football stadium. That's a man's game. Yeah. That like a football stadium becomes like Chernobyl. There's like, there is nothing here of value. Turn away. <laughs> Burn it. Seal it in cement. And never, never like future generations have to be told and like signage has to be put up that says like, do not investigate. And yes, I love it. Yes. And just these, I can't imagine these writers or this writer and director, the, the brain trust that put this movie together were like, you know what? You never see any women at football games. <laughs> Am I right? Women do not enjoy football. It is only men. They so they figure out they're like, fine, whatever. The FBI sure. lands a helicopter in the parking lot of what is this supposed to be like Gillette Stadium? Like, I don't I know, know it's, but it's very clearly the Coliseum. They land a helicopter in the parking lot and John shows up with a couple of his reclaimers with Adam and mm -hmm. Kara shows up with a couple of uh, ladies in orange jumpsuits. Ladies Kara with mullets in orange jumpsuits. And you're like, yeah, that's a that's a lady props, lady, lady prisoner. Kara says, Get, pull your guys back or this trade's not happening. So John sends his uh, army back just a little bit, but it turns out it was a double cross, Mark. John sends Adam over to Kara, but then Kara pulls a gun on John and captures him as well. Yeah. And manages to hop back in the helicopter and they fly away. 
But and we find out that the women prisoners were undercover FBI. They agents, were they were is, undercover. You should have asked which is them. The Are you most cops? Reasonable thing. You have to ask them. They have. They to have tell to tell you. Well, it seems like it's uh, it's just a little bit of a tradesies, and now they got this the leader of the reclaimers in their possession as well. But uh, the FBI, unbeknownst to Kara, wants to do a little bit more damage than we thought. We're gonna be a little more thorough. This uh, pleasure so, copter, what is clearly a weather or pleasure copter? Yeah, it's it's shoots it's, digital missiles out of the nose. <laughs> just it should have been a laser beam. It should have went. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> So they blow up, they blow up a parking lot and they also blow up a model of the Coliseum real good, uh-huh. uh, which is cool. Like I was like, oh, okay. I like right. that. And kill a good deal of the reclaimers in the process. And Kara is horrified by this because she's like, shit. Oops. That wasn't the plan. Meanwhile, once they land, the FBI director meets with Adam uh, and he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you blow up all <laughs> those people? All about? And she's like, well, we had to protect ourselves. And he's like, well, it seems that being violent isn't genetic. Mm. Except that it is because I had the Andrew genes and taken the, out of my uh, that's body. That's true. So I guess technically it is, but it isn't just it isn't just a man problem. It's yeah. a human problem. Huh? That's it. That's Got the it. line. Got it. Got it, motherfucker. In return, the FBI director says, uh, you feeling okay? Because uh, I gave you a deadly disease. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a hypocrite. Take that, <laughs> shithead. She infected him with the Y-bomb sickness, so... He's down with the sickness. Bye. <laughs> Hope and Kara uh, elect to try and help uh, Adam out in the process, because Kara's like, well... I, I guess I did say I wouldn't kill him, but I was kind of wishy-washy about it. Also, Kara, I think I'm bad at my job. Kara does a um, avatar. I didn't sign up for this shit when I signed up for exactly this shit. <laughs> a war on a peaceful world. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, we're trying You're... to find unobtainium. I, I should pr- I should probably understand where the bad guy's here. You're a paramilitary <laughs> mercenary that we hired to do exactly this. So she says, I didn't sign up to kill a bunch of men, even though I hate men and I hate uh, women that like men. If you're one of these women that likes men, you just (laughs) go ahead and fast forward forward. because I don't like men and I don't like women that like men. Um, So they sneak out. They spring spring our hero, Adam. They spring him out of uh, solitary. But right before right before they get him out, the other genetic the geneticist or the, the assistant or whoever from earlier says, well, it sounds like you don't work here anymore. Maybe we can swap some bodily fluids. Uh, she's like, I, look, I, are you going to make me come up with another excuse for, uh, to turn you down? I'm washing my hair. I, I whatever, whatever excuse what you, you want, want, just you tell me, I don't want to date. So they sneak him out and take him back to that shitty cabin. Which, okay, so maybe we are going to do a Children of Men here where they, they like cure and they get them out and it's like yeah, a they hope for the future. The uh, no, instead, <laughs> instead, Hope and Adam finally bang. All right. They screw. They screw. 
And they oh both my. look at each other and they say, this doesn't feel wrong. So we're okay with this. <laughs> Born logic of if it feels okay, then surely then it's all right. Do it. All right. Which I, as I was watching this, I was like, oh, you can't, you can justify it to yourself. And you can, you as a screenwriter can try and justify it. But me as the viewer, I'm still like, no, she, I was like, no, she has I hate raised him, him as That's an her infant. baby boy. <laughs> now you she's can, having sex. You with can him. try and like manipulate it all you want, but it doesn't. It doesn't gloss over the fact that like she would have changed this this person's diaper. She would have. She had she, to have. Yeah. It's it, and it doesn't. It's it. It becomes even grosser because it's like you're just making up science shit. You could have him step out like Lisa in Weird Science. You could have him step out full grown. We don't have to go through the, the, the 30 days. Of, yes, of growing a baby into a adult man. A bangable man. Like, if she wanted to grow a dude to have sex with, she could have done that. Like, they're trying to, they're trying to pull all these threads that it's like, it's a Frankenstein story. It's a... A dystopian story. It's a Terminator story. It's a this, and, and it just none of it works. But also a weird dude's porno. <laughs> yes, and it's like, wouldn't it be sexy if you made a man and then had sex with sex it with him? But like, then it's because then it's not incest. It's just science. Yeah, and that's cool. <sighs> so they have sex. The morning after, however, Adam's not looking so so good because he's got that vice in there, buddy. He's like, <laughs> you look <laughs> over, and you're like, ooh, oh, a little, boy. Little, looking a little green, are you? Uh, no, by by which I mean I've been the one that the morning after someone looks at me and is like, oh no, no, oh, oh god, no. I I think I have a terminal illness now. I at least I know this is rock bottom, and I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, baby. I like to help. All right. I like to just help people. And if I can, if I can help you get better, then I guess I've done my job. Well, it turns out that Esther had been working on a bit of a cure for this Y bomb during her graduate studies. Apparently. But they're going to need some clean blood. And they just so happen to have it in the form of John because he's. They, she says, "I need blood from someone that is immune. not that is immune." Yeah. So this and is a very simple, basic trope, right? Yes, that they're going to somehow synthesize a cure. They're going to cure uh, the the sickness, the that, outbreak, hunter. Yeah, hunter disease by getting the monkey, Mister Freeze's wife. Yeah, Huntington's, Huntington's disease. What the hell was it called? Joel Hodgkins. <laughs> I think it and might be Hodgkinson's. Hodgkin, Hodgkinson's disease uh, that Alfred had, but they were able to cure him. So that's what they're going to try and do here. But they get John. This was so back. dumb. They bring the whole guy. Yeah. And I was like, you only need his blood. You could take a couple of vials. We don't know how much blood we're going to need. We don't know if we need. Look, you want me to go back? You want me to be someone's going to get suspicious. You want to take a cup of this guy's blood and then I come back and you're like, we need a cup and a half. And then where are we? Yeah. So here's the whole dude. Well, while they try and synthesize a cure outside, Kara, I'm like, it's 10 minutes left in the movie. You, you no Let's time for let up. no bet, bet like kick this backstory somewhere else. 
Kara has to explain why she doesn't like men. Because while Hope was cloned and doesn't really know anybody or didn't have a father per se, Kara is old enough to have had a father and had a father who was abusive towards her mother. Yes. So that's why she doesn't like men. Meanwhile, yes. inside, inside, uh, Esther gets hoodwinked by John and gets taken. Sick man. Sick man, thirsty. Water. Water. John is able to take Esther hostage, but then knocks out Kara, then knocks out Esther, but then manages to capture Hope, despite the fact yep. that he had a gun drawn on him the entire time. I don't know. This guy's well, a, he's one, a man as a one man wrecking crew. Uh, however, so he wants to steal Hope and then turn her into a sex slave, I guess. He throws her into the backseat of a car. But uh, uh, during the hubbub, Adam shows up. Adam shows up. He's got a sp- he's got a future gun. And, which yeah, looks like the noisy cricket for Men in Black. But somehow it's a it's a future gun, but also it shoots bullets. It which fires is weird. bullets. So and don't, you don't. Says, it's a lot of doodads for something that you could just. It's a you could just have a gun. It's still a gun. He says that's my sex object. <laughs> he says you. He says let her go, you bitch. Bitch. And he's and John says, well, no, you're a big puss who's got low T. You can't do anything. You, you think you're a big man? No, you're a little man. You're a little man. You're a little Look man. You. You're not. You're not a big you're man. A little man. I'm a big man. You're a little man. He says, if you're going you're gonna to shoot me to stop me. And I know you can't because you ain't got the violence portion. You ain't got the Andrew portion of your brain because <laughs> you're nice and sincere yeah. and likable. All right. But if Andrew were here, he would already shot me dead about four times. Hmm. <laughs> He would have probably shot himself in the foot once, cried about it, and then maybe got off a shot into the rear tire. Yeah, a ricochet off a tree stump would have winged me, and then I would have been pissed about it. He would have ran away. Then I would have fallen into like a bear trap that's in the woods somehow. And, <laughs> and then, then Andrew would have told, and then you would have told the story later on about how you fought me and a bear. <laughs> and did a only to have do a judo only to have me show up later and be like, no, you little puss. <laughs> you cried about it, and then then you ran away like a baby. Anyway, bye. <laughs> well, uh, true to his word, though, Adam's like, well, the power of love will oh, enable me to kill overcome my body's resistance to wanting to hurt anyone. I'll hurt. I'll kill every last one of you for this lady that I've known for 20 days and had sex as with. a mother and had sex with. <laughs> it's cool, though. Don't ask any questions. All right. He shoots at he shoots John shoots him dead, which also again as a person who's never fired a gun and somebody who's like resistance and resistant to nonviolent like give you like this guy should be leading an army because he just shoots I mean he's right not that the far fucking away. heart. It's a future gun, so it probably has like an auto aimer. He just shoots it into the air and it turns around like <laughs> it's the bullets from uh, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Adam shoots John. John dies. But then guess what? The damnedest thing happens. Adam dies. Adam dies. He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, my only regret is not curing my bonitis. <laughs> well, so the ladies reconvene and they set fire to the cabin and John and Adam's bodies as well. Hope calls Kara a good one. It was like, all right. Okay. Meanwhile, Kara says that Adam 
was a good man. All right. So they've, I guess. they've learned to respect one another. Yeah. Hope gets in a car and drives away. Three months later in West Virginia, we're told hope is working in a diner. Why is it that it's always like, you, I don't know if you'd want to be in like a forward facing job like this, right? Uh, you'd want to be back of house. You'd want to be, or like, I know it's like, anytime there's a scene where it's like, someone's gone into hiding and it's like, we fade up. It's a, it's a greasy spoon diner in the middle of, of nowhere. And, but they managed to track down the person like, yeah. no, you would be like, I want to be a file clerk that doesn't see anybody. Mm-hmm. But I guess those aren't the jobs that you can necessarily find readily available. But like, you'd have to show your face to people. Also, like, wasn't Hope on television? Like, wasn't there like a, like a nationwide manhunt for her? Sure. No, they think she's dead. Oh, you're right. But at the same time, she's not dead. And then you'd still be like, you look a lot like that you look like that that person that was on the tv well she did a husband's killer ex-girlfriend and tracked down some guy who can hack like didn't even change her hair or anything no anyway esther finds hope in a diner and gives her the news that she's pregnant pregnant with a boy hope goes outside and she looks worried (laughs) hungry like concerned irritated Uh, gassy i don't know i'm not quite sure what this final shot is supposed to convey she just kind of looks maybe she didn't know the camera was on maybe it's she like looks that like she's she's trying to figure out where crafty is she's it's like that, i just it's like that shot in uh rogue one where like the the lights come on and what's her name like turns around and looks and it's like a cool shot but apparently that would that was just them like setting up that that set like that shot's not in the movie oh i don't remember this uh, well well what i remember is that that's the end of the last man on planet earth Uh, he wasn't the last man on planet Earth. No, there were plenty of other. There were well, other men. Like he was the last. Maybe the last young man, man is her baby. Oh, well, maybe. But you know, like a, like a Tom Cruise Last Samurai type thing, where it's like it's not Tom Cruise. It's the other, it's Ken Watanabe. Hmm. But yeah, just like the Last Samurai, uh, that baby is not featured on the poster. Well, yes. <laughs> Mark, what did you think of this film? Uh, Andrew, this movie was remarkably upsetting. Uh, yes, it was. It's, like, shockingly so. It's uh, it's gross and um, mean-spirited, I would say. It's yeah. It's definitely misogynistic. Very, yes. For a, a movie, the movie that, like, is, like, it's all women. You know that the guys are, like, oh, you know, ladies be charging. Who are they going to, what credit cards are they going to charge to if the men yeah. are around? <laughs> Bear attacks all the time from their menstruations. Um, <laughs> and yes, it's also very much like a guy in his 40s mm-hmm. in 1999 with a very limited understanding of like the homosexuality would say okay so in the future if there's no more men all women are lesbians 
but none of the men are gay. So it's like, it, by their by their thought, they're like, women could choose to be gay and would choose to be gay. Mm-hmm. But the dudes at USC football stadium <laughs> would just be beating their meat thinking of women. Yeah. And you're like, I, what? What what is what are you supposing here? And it play it, the description seems like a porno, mm-hmm. and then it acts like a porno. Yeah, and then we go to a brothel where it's heavily pornified, just gross, just gross and upsetting. And I understand that they're like, well, she makes a do. Sarah Connor has sex with a guy and then has a baby so that's how that movie ends so mm-hmm. she's gonna have sex with the, her kid that she raised and then get pregnant and you're like is she gonna have sex with that other baby too like isn't this how the process of abuse happens like when they introduced the daughter character like the the girl that was driving the uh the minivan and let her the like the, yeah when, when they introduced her i was like oh okay so this is going to be a little bit more like suitable that the two these two will fall in love and it'll be like yes, a, I'll buy that like yes. a Romeo and Juliet type thing and hope will have to try and help the two of them like continue get to life. safety and regenerate the earth instead no no she says get away from my son you sexy harlot he's <laughs> mine. <laughs> I paid to have sex with him. I made him in order to have sex with him. And I raised him in order to have sex with him. Okay. You don't know what I went through. Like, what are we, what are we supposed to, nobody noted this or it was like suggested that maybe it makes everyone feel very creepy that it's like, you can say in the text, I don't intend to be a mother to this thing, but it's but like then you become well it's also like it goes against their decision goes against like story structure and it's like she the the easier thing is to give her an arc where she comes to see him as a son yes uh, maybe that's and i thought i honestly thought that like, was the direction they were going to go as well when they get to the i was brothel. hoping they were going that way and that it was a, simply a mistake that they were like she makes a baby Cause then I'm like, okay, then it's only weird if I think about it. But then the movie puts it in your face that it's like, no, you want them to screw. No, like, they, they I don't. Use, when they get to the brothel and they almost kiss, I thought we were, they were going to be like, no, like this feels th- weird. This is not the direction I need to save you. But it's, it's a, no, I, it's a I sweeping. You, it's like kissing my brother. Exactly. That's the direct it's, it's, it should be in that direction. That it's, the One, other movie that's about having sex with your mother. But but they dance around that a little bit differently, yes. okay? It's an 80s sex comedy. I love Back to the Future. It's almost as good as My Mother Was Never a Teen. Yeah, where, you know, you got... Hope should have run up to the minivan and said, get your damn hands off him. <laughs> Adam should have said, uh, is something happened to the Earth's gravitational pull that everything's heavy. <laughs> And everything's frozen because <laughs> everything's she's, burnt or frozen. Everything's burnt or frozen. Uh, yeah, it's I. You know, ninety nine is not that long ago either in the grand scheme of things. No. But it's just it is wild how out of touch this movie is. And I want to say it would have been out of touch in nineteen ninety nine as well. I, but 
I would hope so. I don't know. I've got rose-colored glasses from that time. I like the all the entire society revolving around like gender roles and homosexuality was all topsy turvy then, and God only knows what the reaction to this film was. But looking at it now in 2022, it's just it is just an absolutely just baffling bit of uh, uh, just gross, just baffling and gross. That like whatever the pit like what's the log line on this Terminator meets uh, the the, my, the, my the Omega fantasy. Man my darkest fantasy yeah well that yeah it's like, <laughs> what if you were the only guy in a in a world lady world of women but get this they're lesbians well I mean what is I didn't watch any of I, why I think, the last think... man but what it was what is that in comparison to this. What is why the last man in comparison to this? Yeah. I mean, he's Yorick is seen as valuable because he is the only man and there is not a global lesbian conspiracy. That's the thing that like really pushes this thing over the edge into distastefulness is that so in why the last man, it's just a disease that just happens. Mm hmm. And Yorick is trying to be safe and not be held as a prisoner by different governments. Whereas this, it's like find man, terminate man, unless do man. These are the two options we, the, ladies, <laughs> the lesbians of the future, have. Yeah. In comparison to something like Children of Men, where uh, that scene when he pulls the baby out and when yeah. that, that battle's happening and everyone just all the, everyone just stops and stares at it. Uh, I was thinking that was going to be what we were going for. But the fact that like uh, he shows up in society and just strides in like the like Bigfoot in that in the in that one film. <laughs> exactly. And he's huh? and then the police immediately just launch out of tubes to shoot, shoot to shoot him like you would expect there to be like a little bit more like, oh, my God. Look at that well, if, thing. Especially if men have been more or less extinct for 30 years, you wouldn't expect that little girl to just scream immediately. She'd be like, mommy, what's wrong with that woman? Yeah. You're like pointy that's... corkscrew thing between their legs. <laughs> it's yeah. So, so I guess, is it, is there an actual conspiracy? Yes. Was there I a, think, was there I a lesbian conspiracy? Says. I think this movie very the only explanation we get is that there was a lesbian conspiracy to destroy men. Because, because the, this movie because is the, also fearful and angry at lesbians. Yeah. And at women in general, really. Yes, it's a misogynistic movie. It, right. it, it's you're as bad as us, baby. Baby. <laughs> Listen, toots, you think you're better than me? <laughs> Remember me? One of the just Andrew, this is a rare find. Something as this is horrifying ooh, and bad. I don't, and... I don't know how we kicked over this rock and found this thing, but thank God we were talking about World War Three, huh? Yeah, I much rather die than this. This, this one, this one, I will tell you right now, Mark. This one's gonna sit with me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking, of, I keep describing it to people. I'm like, this was on UPN. Like the, the woman from Modern Family was in it. She read this script and was like, oh, yeah, I like this. You feel bad for all of the actresses and actors involved in this as well. That's the other thing that's just like, I 
God bless them. And I'm, I'm glad Julie Bowen has a successful career, but like everyone is just so bad in this too. And it's not, it's because the the script is dog shit a, but also everyone is just like, they don't know what movie this is supposed to be. Is it supposed to be campy? Is it supposed to be like scary? Yeah. It's, it's you were, nobody knows. And and the, the miniature was cool. I, that was the best part. I was like, Oh, they, they actually built a little set up. That's cool. They actually rented a fucking helicopter. Well, uh, that's it for The Last Man on Planet Earth, but we soldier forward into the month of March to find another tale of global destruction. And we've got this up next uh, for next time from 2003 on TBS, the Superstation. It's Counter-Strike. The world relies on the delicate balance of power. And when one brother is sent to protect the president, the other must fight to save them both. No, stop. I swear that kid's got a death wish. Joe Lando. You're crazy, you know that? Bob Estes. I'm not abandoning a live bomb. In a Superstation original movie, Counter-Strike. Sunday, March 2nd, only on TBS Superstation. Andrew, I love these video games. I've been playing them on Xbox One. It um, was so fucking hard to try and find like any information videos. about this. <laughs> any information about this without being told about like esports or yeah. whatever. Because you're like, all right, 2003 Counter Strike, and they're like, oh, here's because the game's been around for just about that long. So uh-huh. it's one word to be clear. And this is starring Rob Estes from Wolf Werewolf Silk Stockings. I want to say he was he was a character in. Oh, is Rob Estes not Martin Sheen's brother from? No, that's uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Joe Estevez from Werewolf and from uh, 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 and turn into some kind of some kind of werewolf. And then Joe Lando, who. That's not a name. That's not a name. <laughs> it's Counter-Strike. That's for next time on Television Movie Night. But if you'd like to listen to past episodes and find out how we became the last men on planet Earth, you can always listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can listen to past episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night you can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review there. It would help us out greatly. You can subscribe to us on Spotify and leave a review there. It would help us out greatly. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark, <laughs> is there anything else? Uh, Andrew, I am working on a screenplay. Oh, boy. Uh, trying to figure out how I can have parental figures have sex with. Oh, no. 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 I'm thinking no. future. It's yeah. Just, it's, it's a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't write this one. No, I, I think I think that's a that's going to be a pass. But uh, OK, I, I still appreciate you. I appreciate you, Mark. Thanks. (laughs) Remember me. (laughs) 